Hi. Wow. It's Hi. working so good now. Hi, I'm Mike Morales. You are listening and watching to Sipping Off the Cuff on Tequila Aficionado Media on all of our, our channels and networks. I'm here in San Antonio. That gentleman out there is? Eric Zandona in Vancouver, Washington. By the way, you need, we all need to congratulate Eric. He, his book, the Tequila, the Tequila Dictionary, is that, is that the, um, is now uh, uh, hopefully going to be a well. It's a, it's a, it's in the the top finalist for for a book of the year by Tales of the Cocktail, which has been canceled. So <laughs> <laughs> we're all going to be watching this. Word, but you know, we're all going to be watching this online. The ADI American Distilling Institute is. Also, which which Eric is a part of, has also been canceled and will go online. Yeah, we're going virtual for our yeah. See, we've been doing this since 1999. We've been drinking apart, you know, not not specifically with you, but you know, yeah. the, the we've been doing this for a long time, folks. We never leave the house. Ahead of the curve. <laughs> we're ahead. Oh, our our curve, there's no curve. It's just flat. You know, we're just we're just we're there is no curve here. We, I was telling Eric off camera, we, we literally have to pull ourselves away from the computer and from the tequila just to go spend two hours at the Y. Now we can't even do that, so we go work out in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are. Uh, but tonight, you are going to be sipping and dissecting with me, Eric, mm -hmm. Insolito. Uh, Insolito Reposado. This is a uh, brand that is owned by a band called Midland. For mm -hmm. those of you up in Austin, um, very popular ba uh, band that has been, I guess, Grammy nominated twice already. Yeah. Uh, I kind of, whoa, whoa, gotta watch out. Whoa, hey, bubbles. Yeah. Quick. yeah, it pours quick. Watch out. It's got a big mouth, ladies and gentlemen, kind of like me. <laughs> um, uh, now, Eric and I had some, um, some reservations with the Blanco. Uh, we mentioned that. There was hardly any nose at all, no aroma, no bouquet, but it was really a good, good sipper, a good mouthfeel. Um, probably not something that that he and I would go after, but I wanted to see the natural progression of what what they could do with this. And so we'll taste it first, we'll smell it first, then we'll give you all the particulars on it. Yeah. Oh, now see, this is much better. Yeah, the nose on this is already vastly improved. Yeah. Well, there is a nose. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, uh, yeah. uh, the information that we have here uh, that we were sent to uh, by, uh, as a press release, um, this is uh, virgin new American oak barrels. Okay. Yeah. 10 months. So, 10. Yeah. Anywhere from six to 10 is what they're saying. So max 10 months is what I would uh, kind of, it, it smells like, like really light color. So probably mostly six, mostly six <laughs> but, yeah well you know if maybe they're blending it who knows maybe it's yeah probably yeah probably i mean some barrels will taste better a little bit younger some will taste a little bit better slightly older but the nose on this is really nice yes it's I got agree. this interesting mixture of sort of cooked agave but then like some berries some sort of like Something. It's a little bit fruity, and I like it. Well, you know, um, uh, again, just just for uh, transparency, I have I have opened this bottle. I don't often get a chance to do that before we we go on the air. 
and and I had some the other day, and I but I did not have it in a jarrito. I have mine in a in a jarrito um, uh, that's it's got a wider mouth. That's the one I normally use for mezcal. Uh, beautiful legs and tears. I mean, it, it behaves yeah. nicely. It it doesn't. It does. It just sheets beautifully on the on the glass. But I had mine originally in a snifter, and that's how I enjoy my tequilas normally. Is just in a snifter, and um, I noticed that there was more like a like a fruitiness, like you mentioned, but it was almost like an orange. Hmm. I, I'm not sure if that's what you're getting, or is, or am I looking at, am I getting tropical fruit? But I thought, I thought orange right away, like an orange blossom, or, or like you orange, said, orange, orange, orange blossom. Yeah, I could see. No, to me, there's like a berry quality to it that I can't quite put my finger on, but it's really nice, really nice aroma. Well, it's a, it's like it's, just a touch of oak, kind of underneath that, but it's like fruitiness. Cook some like cooked agave and just a touch of oak on the nose. Really nice. The, the only the only influence that they were getting from the barrel is that it's toasted, but it's a but it's a virgin barrel. So yeah. so there's it hasn't been aged in whiskey or anything else. So it's just it's just the juice and the barrel and see. Yeah. Yeah, it's very pleasant though. Yeah. It's, is it dried fruit that we're getting? Could be. Could be, um, but you could be like dried apricot, maybe. Um, Why that? But orange blossom, I think, is a good description. There's something there. It's really nice. I'm ready to drink. Let's I'm, dive I'm, in. Let's go. Okay, I'm still getting that same that same medium to long finish mm -hmm. on the back end of the palate. That hasn't disappeared. Yeah. It's a lot sweeter on the on the palate than I thought it would be. Yeah. Starts really sweet. There's a, a quite a bit of agave character like right at the beginning and then it kind of morphs into pepper a little bit uh -huh. and then towards the back it changes into something else that I'm again more like getting more like um dried plum on the back end of my palate well I remember the the blanco the blanco what I liked is on the, on the back of the palate I got a little bit of anise you uh -huh. know and I've and I've had tequilas with with a lot more anise, but they were um, they were processed differently. Right. Uh, let me give you the particulars on on this tequila. Uh, uh, it, the blanco starts with an eighty twenty blend of Highlands and Lowlands. When I say eighty twenty, that means it's eighty percent Highlands, twenty percent Lowlands. I'm not exactly sure if they if this distillery is growing their own or not. It is out of fifteen fifty eight. Um, it is uh, Premium de Jalisco is a distillery. Only a handful of tequilas come out of there, one of them being Pura Vida, which, which we've tasted here before. Uh, and um, uh, I, I like this one way better. Oh, look at that. So it does give you the flavor notes. It says grapefruit. 
Um, I'm not sure. If, I'm not sure I would go grapefruit. No, no. I mean, you, to I me, there's like I, definitely get the wood, the dryness from the wood, right. and to me that like I think what's going on is like there's this mixture of the cooked agave flavor with the wood that to me is translating as like prunes basically. Okay. Um, which is a slightly sweet, slightly tannic kind of thing, which is kind of nice. Yeah. But it's um the the long finish is mostly wood though. Um and it's not overpowering, but it's mostly wood on the long mm. And it's dry, so it's kind of, so it, it's sort of like a, maybe they were, you know, this is Texas. So maybe they're going for that bourbon, you know, that, 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 that bourbon similarity, you know, familiarity that they're, yeah, that they were maybe. looking for. I mean, again, this is, I think, it's, um, I think it's a fairly decent reposado that is going to have a, a good target market. I mean, this bottle retails for $45, which is not bad. Mm -mm. Um, and it's, again, it's sort of in line with the Blanco in terms of it's a little bit light on the agave character. But I think they did a decent, I think they did a good job on the barrel management. It's not overpowered in the same way. Just a light tequila going into a light barrel, which is good, rather than a light tequila going into a heavy charred barrel. Right. I would just, like, well, wipe it out. So I think they did a good job for what it is. Though, for me, it's, it's, it's just, it's kind of, it's an okay tequila. But I think, again, like with the Blanco, they're gonna, there's going to be tequila drinkers who like it. Okay. Um, Okay, so it's not it's better than the Blanco, but um, yeah, I like it better than the Blanco. Uh, like I said, on my in my snifter, the what I got the fruitiness on the nose was was more in the orange realm. As I wouldn't go grapefruit so much as orange or like orange blossom. Yeah, uh, and and I get the the dried plums. It's almost like a like a very very light version of an extra añejo. You know where you get that those dried fruit yeah. flavors and. Um, uh, so it's not brand of promise worthy, but it's getting closer. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> getting closer. <laughs> it's getting closer. You know, I this is really interesting because if I get a hold of the uh, one of the other two brands that are coming out there, I, I wanted to make sure that Eric uh, gets those samples as well because I would love to see the comparison between between this brand and the other flavor profiles coming out of the same distillery and what this distillery is capable of because. Right here, their master distiller is one of the their two brothers, Alberto uh, Herrera, and and uh, let me get the other the other uh, gentleman's name. Hey, Bill. Uh, let's see. There, there are two brothers who own this distillery. Uh, Octavio, yeah. yeah, Octavio and Alberto Herrera, and they're the and Alberto is the uh, uh, the the master distiller of this of this brand, this particular brand, mm -hmm. and. I, I really, you know, like you, I'd like to see what they would do with with other, you know, with other brands. Um, 
you know, is is blending 80-20 part of their MO? Because I have seen other, I've had other tequilas where where that is a selling point, but it's not so much 80-20 as 50-50. Yeah. Uh, when, they, when they say 50-50, I just kind of say, well, you know, they get it from here, they get it from here, and they just dump it all in. Yeah. But, but, you know, uh, like when they say 80-20, that's specific because the only other person that I've heard that, heard that from is Germán González, where he liked... He would he would use eighty percent Highlands agave and then twenty percent coming from Tamaulipas, which is where the original Chinaco distillery. And he knew, you know, he knew what his what his blends were. You know, he was very specific about that. So somewhere along in Chinaco, there's a 50-50 blend, there's a 60-40 somewhere, and he decided that 80-20 was, you know, because the, the terroir in those days in Tamaulipas is is a lot different than it is in the highlands. So, you know, I, I thought that was very interesting. So when they say it's an 80-20, when they're, when they're that specific, I, I think that they're, you know, that there's something, there's something to those guys. Yeah. Um, there's a care, you know, that they're, that they're taking with that. So, uh, but anyway, that's our take on Insolito Reposado. Yeah. Uh, Again... You know, solid, solid product, but, you know, just a little bit light on character. But I think that's by design. So I, I don't want to fault the, the producer. I think this is what the brand is looking for. So. Yeah. so if you're if that's, you know, your jam for tequilas is on the lighter end of the spectrum, then, you know, the nose on this is really lovely. I think you're going to yes. like. It. Yeah, I agree that that's our summation. You've been listening and watching to Sipping Off the Cuff on Tequila Fish and Auto Media on all of our channels. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, please subscribe. If you're listening to us uh, anywhere where you download your podcast, you can on like Spotify, for instance. Um, please, please subscribe there as well. Uh, don't forget to hit the notification bell so every time we upload a video with uh, with Eric on it, you, you get a notification on your smartphone that says Eric is on. So, <laughs> so uh, but that's our take. Uh, again, whatever you do, tomar sabiamente. Zip wisely.